0: Welcome to the force of habit podcast, a kick ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here we talk all things mindset, routine and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend was amazing. My weekend was a good one. We had some warm weather finally here in Tennessee after a little bit of like a cold front. Um, Bex had a really great soccer game, so it was a really nice little chill weekend. Um, But I want to jump into right into this week's conversation. This week, I wanted to talk about something that I think is at the core of so many health and weight loss journeys out there. This is the number one thing I struggled with when I was losing weight years ago, and it's something I am actively coaching my clients on every single week inside nutrition and that is simply doing what you say you'll do. I think we've reached the point in the year where a lot of you are probably beating yourselves up, if I had to guess, about the resolutions you set at the start of the year. And some of those old stories and those old thoughts are starting to kind of peek their head, especially right before summer, like, oh my God, if you had just done what you said you were going to do, you know, we'd be entering summer you know, wearing a bikini or feeling amazing on vacation or like down to dress sizes, all of those things, right? And so I wanted to talk about this week and really help you through that, especially if you are kind of suffering with your thoughts around it and kind of talk about the reason you haven't gotten to your goal yet. Whatever that goal looks like to you in this phase of your life is very, very simple. You just aren't doing what you say you're going to do. And I think something that's always like really important to understand, especially when it comes to weight loss and just goal setting in general, is that setting the goal is always the fun part. James Clear talks about this in his book, Atomic Habits. And if you have not read that book, I literally force it on everyone who comes into nutrition. But it really is an amazing, amazing book. And it completely shifted the dynamic to just how I approach anything in my life, especially when it comes to new habits that I want to implement Um, or listen to it on Audible or, you know, the audio version of it if you don't like to read books. But I mean, the book that I have is like riddled with notes and sticky notes and it's just a really great book. But in the book, he says winners and losers have the same goal. Everyone who, you know, has achieved something very big in their life and not just like weight loss related, but just in general someone else has also had that same goal. And the difference between the two people who had a goal to lose 20 pounds and the one person who hits the goal and the other doesn't is simply because the person who hit the goal created a plan and then they did what they planned and the other person didn't. Setting a goal, planning, writing in your pretty planner or your like pretty digital planner on your iPad with all the fun, you know, highlights and stickers, that's the easy part. <laughs> Setting the goal is the fun part because it requires absolutely no work on our part. The middle ground is where it gets tricky. And literally what separates the winners and the losers, just for this example, is the winner did what they said they were going to do and the loser in the scenario didn't. It's very, very simple. So many women, especially before they come into nutrition think that they don't know what to do and that's why they haven't lost weight. And when I'm coaching someone with this belief, I always ask them, and this is actually a very recent interaction, I always say like, okay, so tell me some things that you could do to lose weight. And they start rattling off so many ideas. Well, I could you know, walk a few times a week and I could like maybe not grab fast food as much or maybe I could cook a few more times during the week. I could definitely drink more water. Like they just keep going with all these ideas of things that they could do to lose weight. Like I serve myself a little less at dinner, like the list goes on, all of these great ideas. And so um, she had like riddled off like a bunch of things she could do. And I said, so you do know what to do. You just aren't doing it. So let's ditch the story that you're confused, that you don't know what to do, that you're just this lost little helpless puppy on the side of a freeway. You aren't. You're smart, you're intelligent, you're educated, you're strong. You know exactly what to do. We just need to look at why you aren't doing it. And then we need to start there. And this goes the same for like, um, I, I coach around this exact same thing on like other topics too. Like if someone's coming in and they're like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. And I'm like, if you had to guess, what would you do if you were someone who wasn't confused? And they would like, think, oh, I go to the welcome series and hit play. I'm like, so you do know what to do. Our brains just love to complicate things and scare us and overwhelm us. But the truth is, especially when it comes to weight loss, you know exactly what to do. You just aren't doing it. That, my friend, that is where so many like fitness and weight loss programs miss. And if you happen to be a coach or a trainer or a nutritionist or a dietitian listening to me right now, because I know a lot of you guys tune in because you always are <laughs> sending me messages, if you focus on why your patient or your client isn't doing what they said they do, showing up to the training sessions, showing up to the appointments, sticking to their food plan, sticking to their movement plan. If you focus on the why and not just throwing a bunch of what's at them, meaning do this, do this, do this, you'll get so much further. I promise you. Personally, this was me. When I left my job and I started my business, I really, really struggled on the front end. I was a huge people pleaser back then. Um, And it is so crazy to me the the progress I've made with people pleasing. Now I'd say like it, it does not phase me at all, but back then it used to be like my full identity. I would get so upset if I thought that I had the potential of making someone else upset or uncomfortable. You know, I had zero boundaries with my clients. I was overworking myself. I was undiagnosed with anxiety. So I just had like a stack of things working against me. And I had gained close to 30 pounds over the course of a few months just starting my business. And I had reached this like peak of just sheer shittiness 24-7 and I decided that I wanted to lose weight and I thought it would be really, really easy. I was a nutritionist after all, like I could create my own meal plan, I could just do some workouts, I'd lose weight in no time. <laughs> yeah, didn't happen that way. Uh, day in and day out, I had this like immaculate plan, the perfect meal plan, the perfect training program, my best friends, our trainers. And I didn't do shit from it every single day, and every day that passed that I didn't do anything that I said I was going to on my plan, a lot of guilt um, began to build because I was actively coaching women how to lose weight. Meanwhile, I was riding the struggle bus behind the scenes. Like every single time I got an email from them that was just like, "Hey, I'm really struggling with this. I don't know how to move past it." I wanted to be like, "Girl, me too. What are we gonna do?" Um, but that is when I started to realize, like, okay. Weight loss is simple on the front end, but it's really complicated internally. You know, you're battling thoughts, beliefs about yourselves, habits that have been conditioned for months or even years, you know, personality and character traits. So it's not as simple as making a plan and just doing it. It is that simple. I always say weight loss itself is simple, but it's not that simple um, to do internally. And so that's always the distinction. I mean, when I especially say on like social media and even on the podcast, like weight loss is simple. The actions of weight loss are very simple. So when people want to tell you, you got to do keto, you got to eat for your blood type or your your body type, or, you know, all of these crazy things, it's like half the time, it's a crock of shit. more than half the time, like 99.9% of the time. Weight loss is very simple we complicate weight loss. So like our belief systems, our habits, our character traits, our personality traits, our environment complicates weight loss. And so it isn't until those things are addressed that weight loss becomes as simple as it truly is. And so today, I want to talk about some of the reasons that are getting in your way of just doing what you said you're going to do these things um, are things that I realized were really, really tripping me up back then. And when I started to work on them, I'm not lying to you when I say weight loss truly became effortless, truly, truly, truly. So if you're struggling right now with just not doing what you said you're going to do, like creating this plan, creating this food plan, you know, setting up these times to work out and then just breezing past them like they don't exist. I think this episode will shine some light on some of the things that you can work on that are outside of the typical eat this, work out this way that will actually help you be more consistent. So let's do it. I tell this story often, but one of the very first things I did was I began to look at my routine. When I was struggling to lose weight, I was yo-yoing, I was up and down. It was just like a shit show, honestly. And I I stopped focusing on my food, I stopped focusing on my workouts, and I started to look at how I was beginning my day and what kind of mental state that was putting me in. I'm not a big advocate for having like a 20 step morning routine. I think it can turn into a distraction and procrastination from doing the important things first. But I am a huge advocate for creating just 15 to 30 minutes or even like 5 to 10 minutes of time in the morning just for you to just think about, feel, be, and just get ready mentally for your day to kind of calibrate your emotional state. I think that is really, really, really important. I didn't always know how important it was, but now it's like, I just need, even if it's two minutes, the first part of my day strictly for me. And so I wanted to try meditating. So I said, okay, I'm just going to meditate for two minutes in the morning. So that was like the, this is after months of yo-yoing with my weight, not figuring out how to keep the weight off. I was like, you know what? Fuck all the food. I'm going to not worry about workouts. I'm just going to like meditate for two minutes in the morning. That's it. I'm not going to do a bunch of stuff. You know, I'm not going to do all these crazy journaling and affirmations. I'm just going to (laughs) meditate. We're just going to see where that goes. And so that's what I did. I would meditate for two minutes, just two, and I would begin my workday. And um, that's kind of how it started. Now, it wasn't even the meditation that was life changing It was just the space I created for myself in the habit queue that was formed that reminded me as soon as I woke up that I was beginning my day for me. Not my daughter, not my husband, but me. I think as moms, especially this is hard, like not even like for the time, but like just the principle that a lot of us dedicate our lives to our children. And I've personally come to a point in my life where My daughter is actually not my number one focus. I am. Because when I am, I'm able to show up better for her. Something I would love for like moms to, I don't know, just kind of get more aware of is like you are a person too. And I think it's really sad when your children become such a huge part of your identity that you forget to live for you. Like when you die, you're dying by yourself. And I would hate to look back on my life and feel like I didn't get to achieve the things that I wanted to just because I had a kid. You know what I mean? Like, and also too, whenever you're able to take care of yourself, you're also able to show up better for your children. I'm able to show up better for my daughter. and This is something I'm still actively working on present day to just get aware of the things that I really want to get better at and just keep taking steps to do it. But I cannot raise a, you know, independent, brave, caring, kind girl if I can't make sure that I'm pouring into myself first. If I am consumed with her before I am with me. I love the analogy of like the plane, like <laughs> You hear it every time you get ready to take off, but like if the pressure for any reason ever drops in the plane and the masks release, they tell you, put your mask on first before you put it on your child or before you help someone else. Because if you don't, you run the risk of both of you guys not getting oxygen or both of you guys being passed out. You know what I mean? So I am a big advocate for moms being selfish in the morning for just 15 minutes Like when I was doing my routine, I would tell Bexley all the time, like, no, I can't open that right now. No, I can't come help you look for this toy right now. No, I don't want to see a trick right now. You know, like mommy's taking a few minutes for herself and you need to respect this 15 minute boundary or five minutes or two minutes. We teach people how to treat us, including our children. And just like you'd respect your child if they said not right now, or please, I need some space or I need a minute. You need to also teach your child to respect your boundaries in your space. So like when Bexley is like, no, I don't want to hug right now. Or like, can you leave? <laughs> She's always telling us like, hey, can you like leave my room? Um, we're like, cool. Yeah, no problem. We just, you know, back out. So just a side note, I think it's something that's really, really important to think about to keep into perspective, especially if you're a mom. That, that small piece in your morning that's just for you even if it's just a few minutes and do not give me the story that you don't have two minutes or five minutes for yourself. You just haven't created that for yourself, but it's absolutely possible. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's like my little side note rant. But I started with my morning creating just like a sliver of time for me to help me get clear on how I wanted to show up for the day. I gave myself a second to just think about how I wanted to feel, what I was going to do, how I wanted to show up. And sometimes I freaking crushed the day and then sometimes I didn't and the the day went shit. But I noticed I was starting to have a lot better days more often when I took those few minutes. And that's what it's about. I always say it's about just getting in the groove of consistency and giving yourself an opportunity to decide how you want your day to go. And then those few minutes evolved over time. I started creating a simple food plan. I started journaling for just a couple of minutes. I started walking in the morning, doing a light workout because I created that time to be selfish and to ease my way into taking a little more time and a little more time. And then, of course, my kid and my husband started to notice that I was taking more time. And because I trained them to respect the two-minute boundary, they had no problem respecting the 15-minute or the 30-minute boundary, and that's hopefully the space. If you have a partner, or if you have children, that you can get into too. You don't have to start off with a big chunk of your morning, like some people hear morning routine, and they're like, "Oh my God, I I'm, I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m." It's like, why? <laughs> you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. You can wake up 10 minutes earlier than what you usually do, and just you know sit outside on the porch and have some coffee. You know, if you're noticing that you're waking up and immediately feeling frazzled and rushed and disorganized, and you're like moving through your day and you feel like you can't ever shake that off, just try waking up 10 minutes earlier than what you usually do and doing something small for yourself. Like again, you know, sitting on the porch, drinking your coffee in silence for five minutes and just being alone with your thoughts. Maybe it's journaling at the kitchen table for like three minutes or like five minutes. Maybe it's reading a Bible verse as soon as you wake up, you know, and you've got the verse ready beside your bed. Maybe it's creating your food plan for the day or it's packing up your snacks for work. Something small, but intentional. Like it's intentionally for just you. I promise you, I promise you, it sounds so small. But your day or at the very least, a very small piece of your day begins to feel better. And a lot of the times that is all you need to really build your momentum and for that like flame to get lit that dominoes and dominoes and builds and grows and grows. And when you start to feel better, you'll also notice that it's a little easier to do what you said you're going to do in just a few more parts of your day. Like if you're feeling better mentally before you go on the walk or before you sit down for lunch, if you aren't feeling frazzled and disorganized, you'll likely be in a better headspace to make a better decision for you. And so that's the point of it. It's like the small piece of your morning dominoes into other places of your day and this isn't a fairy tale like you know again some days are just going to get the better of you and they're going to be busy and frazzled and rushed and everything that you plan to do doesn't happen but the normal day the typical days they start to feel a lot better um so start with just a piece in your morning designed just for you Now, the next thing to really begin looking at is also the simplicity of your plan. If you are having trouble doing what you said you're going to do, chances are you're trying to do too much too soon. (laughs) It's like a recipe for not doing anything at all. Like if you're eating out every night or you're door dashing every day for lunch and you decide that you want to lose weight and immediately try to start cooking every night, you know, it's just not going to happen. I hate to tell you, (laughs) and that is just like simply a habit issue. This is where like a little brain science comes into play around the time of me losing weight. I read the book Atomic Habits, you know, again, by James Clear, really recommend it. And my brain opened up in, in so many ways I couldn't even explain. Everything made sense. Our habits drive everything. They are conditioned to operate in ways that are almost, you know, undetectable, And so when you get aware of the habits that maybe are making your weight loss, you know, a little harder, you can begin to create better ones just one layer at a time. And you do this by saying, okay, like going back to the DoorDash example, okay, I'm going out to eat every single day or I'm DoorDashing every single day. There's nothing wrong with that. Plenty of people lose weight going out to eat. But if my current routine has me maintaining my weight or even gaining weight, then what can I tweak to begin moving in a new direction, okay? So you say, I'm gonna eat out, but instead of ordering the large soda, I'm just gonna drink water at home or I'm just gonna, you know, order a water. And then you do that all week, right? And so instead of doing the large soda, one or two a day, you're just drinking water. And then you say, okay, now, instead of getting the large waffle fry at Chick-fil-A or the large fry at Wendy's, whatever, I'll get a medium or I'll get a small. And so now you're drinking water, and you're getting a medium fry, right? And then maybe it's like, okay, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I'll get the grilled chicken instead of the fried chicken. So I'm ordering out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and you know Friday and Saturday, but on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I get the grilled option. And then you just begin to stack new habits one by one. If you are having trouble doing what you said you're gonna do, nine times out of 10, you're just trying to do too much too soon. You know, so chip away one habit at a time because the opposite, the like what not to do in this scenario would be, okay, I'm ordering out every single day. I'm trying to lose 20 pounds. Let me start cooking from home every single night and never going by Chick-fil-A again. Not only are you so going to go to Chick-fil-A, but now you've compounded the negative emotions attached to it because now you feel like you're being bad. Now you feel guilty. Now you feel shameful. And now you feel like um, you're never going to lose weight. And that is a recipe for emotional eating, if I've ever freaking heard one. Um, So again, one layer at a time, stack one habit at a time. We call this levels and nutrition. You just need to slow it down and give yourself time to build the new habits. And this is literally just brain science. You don't want to overwhelm yourself off rip. And lastly... And possibly the most important, and this kind of really does tie into the second reason I've given you just about like not doing too much too soon with your habits. If you're having trouble doing what you said you're going to do, it's likely a belief or an, an identity issue. A great example of this would be like, have you ever gone to the gym? Like you've decided that you want to start going to the gym? and felt so incredibly out of place. You have this story in your head like everybody's judging you, like you're somehow evading on someone else's territory. This was so me. I literally didn't go to the gym for years (laughs) because I felt like such an imposter while I was there. And so outside of just trying not to do too much too soon, always remember that you are in a constant state of becoming. A lot of you will sabotage because you're trying to shift your identity while constantly believing that you'll never be the person who does the actions you're trying to do. So you feel fake. You feel like a fraud. You feel like an imposter. And, you know, I always tell my clients in nutrition, you are practicing being the person who's healthy and fit or like whatever your best version of yourself looks like. And in order to become that person fully, you have to do what she does. And that happens in stages practicing a little bit at a time and allowing your identity and your view of yourself to evolve slowly. When you rush that process, because you're just trying to hurry up and get to a weight loss goal, you'll notice a lot of stopping and starting because your identity just hasn't caught up yet. Your brain is like, bitch, who do you think you are? And so it almost like tries to correct you or like put you back in your place. This is also why if you've ever lost a little weight and you notice that you start gaining the weight back, like you're down 10 pounds. And all of a sudden, you're having all of these like passes, you're like, Oh, I can eat this because I've, you know, been so good. And I can skip a few workouts because I've been so good. And you know, yada, yada, yada. That is literally an internal identity crisis happening in real time, and your brain beginning to sabotage you to do things that are comfortable again the identity of you losing weight just hasn't caught up yet. Maybe you lost the weight really quickly, started restricting really quickly. And so it begins to slip you back slowly, but surely right back into your new habits. And so then you get to a place where like, oh my God, what happened? Like I was losing weight. I was feeling good. And then all of a sudden I'm back to my old shenanigans again. The weight is back and I have to start all over. Um, You know, like so maybe that's like emotional eating or watching Netflix instead of walking, overeating and cleaning your plate. You just start to phase back into these habits and it almost feels like, you know, you don't even notice it. And then you're like, what happened? And it's like that happened. You just try to do too much too soon and try to shift your identity too soon. And your brain corrected, overcorrected. It's a lot easier to catch that in doses than trying to shock your system and like do a 180 at a time. Because if you're doing a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time and your brain begins to offer up like, oh, let's let's go like you're like, let's say you're um, you go from not working out at all to I'm just going to walk for five minutes a day. If your brain begins to try to convince you out of the five minute walk, it's a lot easier to catch. You're like, oh, my God, it's just five minutes. Like, let's just get this done. But if you've been busting your ass in the gym five days a week, and then you want to skip some workouts, you almost, it's almost easier to excuse it. You're like, oh my God, I've been doing so good. Of course I can skip, you know, a few workouts. And then a few workouts, you know, turns into you haven't been all week. And then you haven't been all week. Turns into you haven't been all month and you haven't been all month. Turns into like, it's the end of summer and you haven't done anything. And so when you are catching just the five minute walk, it's like, it's so much easier to do that little by little. So yeah, I think that's all I have for you today. I really, really hope this episode was helpful. I always say if I've given you just one aha or given you like one new perspective or a new way to look at things, I've done my job. To wrap up really quickly, if you are someone who is having trouble doing what you said you're going to do, meaning you create this amazing weight loss plan and then you don't do jack shit of it (laughs) or you do it for a little while, but you cannot seem to find your consistency. Number one, look at your routine. Are you creating a place for yourself at the start of your day to immediately put you in the mindset to be a little selfish, to put you in the mindset that you are going to think about how you want to show up, how you want to feel and what you want your day To or what you want to achieve in your day, okay? Number two, don't do too much too soon. You are playing a habit game when it comes to weight loss and habits, new habits are created a little bit at a time. If you are struggling doing what is on your plan, it is probably because it's just too much too soon, which really ties into the third thing is don't try to shift your identity all at once. Do it in doses, allow your brain to catch up Every single step of the way. And when you do, you'll notice that you sabotage less and it feels easier to get busy and to stay in some momentum and some consistency. So, again, I hope this episode was helpful. If it was, I always ask for you to help out the podcast um, and share how you found out about it. So, if you found out about the podcast or listened to the podcast because you saw a really great review, then leave a great review. If it was a friend shared it with you, then you share it with a new friend or who was posting on your story, you saw it on somebody's story then you post it on yours. That way we can help more women just like you lose their weight for good. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.